all my life, I've always wanted to help people. Fast forward 40 plus years on this planet and I'm running the holistic clinic of my dreams. I founded the supplement company of my dreams and I'm stepping into each day like it's a dream. Now, I get to help even more people through this podcast and I want you to have the tools to feel your best, to optimize, to figure out what's going wrong and how to course correct. I believe in you so much. Knowledge is power, and we're going to transform your life together. School of Doza is in session. Fat you eating. Let's do this. Nice and neat here. Okay. Hello, my friends. I hope you've had a wonderful week. As always, it is such a joy to join you on this podcast, and I sincerely hope that you're getting a lot of value from it. Remember that knowledge and insight is one thing, but implementing it is another. So I encourage you to go out and execute because you are far more powerful and more in charge than you know. And I see people turn around their health every day in the clinic, so I know it's possible. If you ever wanna join me on one of our group consults, the Nurse Doza Happy Hour, it's a way to ask the questions to me face-to-face. We host them bi-weekly. And the tickets are only $30 to this, and it's a great way for a live Q&A with me. Come prepared with your questions though, because I will answer any question you ask very honestly and truthfully. And you're able to sign up via the link in the description of this episode, and I look forward to speaking with each and every one of you. Today's topic is all about the gallbladder, especially for the people who have had their gallbladder removed. And I know this is a tough subject for some because they probably felt like they were backed into a corner to get their gallbladder removed. Some people may have had to. Either way, there's a lot of information that is never given to you after the gallbladder has been removed. Now that the gallbladder has been taken out, how are you going to support yourself and live your best, healthiest life? Well, this podcast episode is for you, and I want you to walk away empowered. So let's get into it. Class is now in session. The reason why many doctors are removing gallbladders to begin with is because of pain. Pain is probably the biggest indication that the gallbladder has an issue or disease to begin with. And when you have gallbladder issues, most likely you have discovered this when you were eating. Now, the gallbladder is an important place when it comes to digestion. Let's just talk about it real quick. What does the gallbladder actually do? Well, the gallbladder stores bile, which is an acid, a salt acid almost, that will break down fats whenever you eat them. Now, the gallbladder doesn't make the bile, it just stores it. The liver actually makes the bile. But keep in mind, the gallbladder is attached to the liver. And the liver will make the bile whenever you ingest food, lots of fast food and and processed fats. And the liver will make a lot of bile, it'll store it in the gallbladder. And when you digest this food, the gallbladder releases the bile, and then you break down fats, and you're able to absorb these fats into your liver, and hopefully it gets turned into cholesterol and, and hormones later. But... We need to understand that taking the gallbladder out is not going to fix everything. And this is why we're talking about this episode is because we've had so many people ask us about what to do for themselves after they've had their gallbladder removed. So here are ways to support your gallbladder once it has been removed. Here are five tips. The first tip to support yourself after your gallbladder has been removed is to remember that the problem has not been fixed. I want you to understand this because a lot of times people will have a surgery and they have the surgery done and there's a lot of preparation into the surgery to begin with because a surgery is a big decision. 
But with a gallbladder being removed, this is a huge issue because you're having an organ that you were born with and designed to have being removed from your body because of a problem. Most likely, like I said, it was pain that was the problem that you noticed initially, but the problem had been occurring months, if not years in the making. And when you remove the gallbladder and pain was the main issue, a lot of people will say, well, guess what? My gallbladder is removed and the pain's gone. If your surgery goes well, after your gallbladder has been removed, then you should, in theory, have uh, fixed the problem according to the surgeon and according to your doctor. Gallbladder removal is one of the most commonly performed abdominal surgeries worldwide. And it is known that one of the biggest side effects after having your gallbladder removed is that diarrhea will be one of the most common symptoms developing. And diarrhea will happen after your gallbladder has been removed because of all the excessive bile and those salt acids now that we talked about, the bile acids that are now entering the intestinal tract. Because keep in mind, the gallbladder stores those things. The gallbladder stores bile and your liver is still going to make the bile even if the gallbladder is not there. So when you remove the gallbladder, my question has been for years, where does the bile go? Right? Because it doesn't have a sac to, to hold it now. Well, we know that after the gallbladder has been removed, the liver continues to make bile. However, this bile goes directly into your intestinal tract. And that's not really good for you. Now, you can go and listen to our last podcast about the gut. And your digestive tract makes its own bile. Your liver makes bile, your digestive tract makes bile, but they need to make bile together in sync as they're digesting food together. And if your liver has to overwork and be overactive and make too much bile, it suppresses your digestive tract, leading to things like irritable bowel syndrome and leaky gut. And so keep in mind, if you remove the gallbladder in this situation, it's not like the liver got better and stopped making more acid, like the bile, right? And it's not like your intestinal tract got better because now your gallbladder is removed. In fact, your intestinal tract got worse after your gallbladder was removed. And it's, it's really interesting. Imagine if the conversation is before you have your gallbladder removed, you ask your doctor and say, well, what's the most common thing that's going to happen to me? Imagine their response is, you're going to have diarrhea every day for a couple of weeks. And you're going to be okay with this. You're going to accept this and say, well, I'll just go through the diarrhea for a couple of weeks. And then after that, the problem will be fixed, right? I won't have the digestive problems I had before. I won't, I won't have pain whenever I eat food. No, no, it won't. It, this won't fix the problem. The gallbladder removal, you have even more problems after it's removed. And what's interesting about it, there's something called post-cholecystorectomy. And that's where you've had your gallbladder removed. And post-cholecystorectomy syndrome is a thing now in people. They've diagnosed you having a bad reaction after this. And they said that this syndrome is having gallbladder symptoms after the gallbladder has been removed. They, that they continue to develop even after the gallbladder has been removed from the body. Let me just say this again. There's a disease now, a diagnosis if you will, that is called post-cholecystorectomy syndrome. And it occurs in about five to 40 people who have had, I mean, I say five to 40% of people who have had their gallbladder removed. So let me say that again, post-cholecystorectomy syndrome has occurred in five to 40% of people who have had their gallbladder removed. And it means that you're still having the same symptoms you had before the surgery. They're continuing to happen even after the surgery. So like I said, there's, there's proof here, and, and this is from the Merck manual. You know, and this is saying 
that you're going to have these issues most likely in people afterwards. You're gonna have digestive issues and gallbladder-like symptoms afterwards. So keep in mind, gallbladder removal is not fixing the problem. It's probably causing more issues. And this brings me to the number two way to support yourself after a gallbladder removal is support your liver. In fact, actually, if you support your liver before you have your gallbladder removed, you might not need to get your gallbladder removed. And this is the honest truth. And, and you're, I don't want to step on toes here, but let me be quite honest. Surgery is n usually not the option. It's, it's usually an option in acute situations where we need to get something out. Appendicitis before it bursts, you know, that's a pretty good option. If the gallbladder is so calcified and the, the duct that removes the, you know, where the gallstones come out, let's say you're having gallstones and it's sludge and it's building up and you're not able to release the gall, the, the bile from your gallbladder, you're going to have digestive problems every time you eat a cheeseburger. And keep in mind, if you had issues with the gallbladder when you were eating the cheeseburger, you also had liver issues while you were eating the cheeseburger. And when you eat the cheeseburger, it tears up your gallbladder and your liver because your liver and your gallbladder have to digest, absorb that cheeseburger. And when they have to absorb and digest that cheeseburger, what are you really going to get out of that cheeseburger? You're not going to get any nutrients. I mean, yeah, you're like, well, I get meat and protein out of it. I've heard that there's yoga mat in fast food burgers and there's like wood pulp. So when you tell me that you're eating real meat from a cheeseburger that you got that was made, you know, that's been sitting there for hours, I don't really know if that's real meat or not. And if I have to break this down and digest it, it wreaks havoc on my gallbladder and my liver. And this is years in the making. So when you have your gallbladder removed, I'm going to tell you that your liver needs the biggest support right now because your liver now doesn't have its Robin to its Batman. Okay, your gallbladder is Robin and liver is Batman and Batman has a, all kinds of tools, has Batmobile and it has the Batcave, it has a utility belt. Robin's the wingman, basically holding all the stuff that Batman can't hold on to, essentially the bile, right? Well, now Robin's gone. You don't think Batman's going to have a little bit harder time digesting food and taking in all of the, the stuff that doesn't belong in the body and getting rid of it? It's got to have a lot harder time. You just made Batman, the liver's job, a lot harder. And so I say, well, go and support the liver. The original thing that was going on before the gallbladder was a problem was liver inflammation. You had a fatty liver. One in four U.S. adults have a fatty liver in this country, which means you're having a fatty liver before the gallbladder gets removed. Because if you looked at the liver enzymes on most people, there's several ways to do it. There's not just one test. There's four or five tests that can tell you whether you have fatty liver. And each one of these tests can be ordered by any doctor. The problem is fatty liver usually shows no symptoms. So keep in mind, if the gallbladder was an issue years in the making before you had to have it removed because it was too painful to eat anymore, even after you had your gallbladder removed, the fatty liver is still there. The symptom of the fatty liver was the gallbladder pain. The symptom of the fatty liver was gallstones. The symptom of fatty liver was that you had to have your gallbladder removed. You didn't take care of the fatty liver to begin with, and your gallbladder wound up getting so diseased, so calcified, so backed up with sludge and gallstones that it became obsolete and is actually more detrimental to be in your body. So some doctor looked at it with an ultrasound or some kind of scan and said, 
We need to get that gallbladder out of there. It's causing you pain. It's keeping you up at night. You can't eat. And all along, I would have said, you stop eating the cheeseburger. Stop eating the cheeseburger. It is killing your body. It is destroying your digestive tract. Every time you eat another cheeseburger, you're one step closer to having your gallbladder removed and having a surgery that could be prevented. Gallbladder surgery is one of the most commonly performed surgeries worldwide, and I would say it's one of the most preventable in some cases. And I say most cases. If most people are overweight, insulin resistant, have a fatty liver, what does their gallbladder look like? It's not like the gallbladder gets removed and there's no liver inflammation going on. It's the same person. It's the same individual. And like I said, with a fatty liver, if you've eaten fast food for more than one or two years, you have a fatty liver. If you've consumed more than 12 sodas in one calendar year, you have a fatty liver. If you've consumed one alcoholic drink a, a week for at least one year, you have a fatty liver which means you have a partially inflamed gallbladder, a partially inflamed digestive tract, probably a little inflamed and pissed off insulin, which means your metabolism's off, you're probably inflamed. But yeah, fatty liver shows no symptoms, right? The symptoms are, is that it hurts when you eat food. That should be the number one signal that you do not need to eat that food. If you've had your gallbladder removed and you're still having problems with your food, this brings me to Tip number three on how to support yourself after the gallbladder being removed. You have to change the way you eat. You have to completely change the way you eat after your gallbladder has been removed. Tip number three on how to support yourself. You have to change the type of food you're putting on your plate and putting in your body. Because that was the problem that got you here in the first place. If you would have eaten real food and healthier food from day one, I bet your gallbladder would be a lot healthier. I'm just assuming, right? Can we make that assumption? If we eat real food, our gallbladder and our liver are healthier, yeah, let's make that assumption. When we process cheeseburgers and fast food and sodas and drink alcohol, is our gallbladder and our liver hungry? I mean, healthy. No, it's not. It's not. Let's just look at that fast food cheeseburger again. The cheese that's on there is fat. The beef, if we call that beef, it's fat. And then the sugar, which is the buns, is what you're consuming. So you have protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Essentially, a cheeseburger is your macronutrients. And which is incredible is there's no trace minerals in it. There's no actual B vitamins in there unless it's like a real piece of beef. But like I said, I'm consuming protein, fats, and carbohydrates from this cheeseburger. And what do you think that's going to do to my gallbladder? My gallbladder has to take all that and break it down. But here's the thing. If you've had your gallbladder removed, I want you to eat fat. And that's probably the most important thing that people need to understand is that you have to have fat in your diet, okay? Even if you've had your gallbladder removed. I don't want you to eat cheeseburger fat and dairy fat. I want you to eat avocado fat. I want you to eat salmon and fatty fish fat, like sardines. Sardines and salmon would be perfect if you've had your gallbladder removed. You know why? Because they're high in healthy fats that your gallbladder and your liver can digest. But keep in mind, if you've lost Robin and all we have is Batman still, which is your liver, your liver needs all the help it can get. So if it's having to process inflammatory cheeseburger fat and protein, do it a favor, 
change it and add a little bit of avocado, add a little bit of salmon, add a little bit of chicken eggs, turkey. Any of these lean fats are healthier for people who've had their gallbladder removed. And honestly, it's actually recommended from most of the governing agencies involved in your GI tract. The Mayo Clinic, we have a a hospital system here in New York City that recommends healthier lean fat to their patients after they've had their gallbladder removed. In fact, it's on their pamphlets. This is where I found it. You can see for yourself in the links. This is on the pamphlet given to the patient to recommend certain fats for their diet after they've had their gallbladder removed. And chicken, turkey, salmon, tuna, and whitefish, and avocados are all on the list. They tell you to remove dairy products and very sweet foods. So yes, change the types of fats that you're eating if you've had your gallbladder removed and your liver and your digestive tract and your energy will thank you later. The fourth way to support yourself after your gallbladder has been removed is eat when you're hungry. Now, I told you you need to change the type of food that you're putting into your body. I want you to do that while you're actually hungry. Because here's a big surprise to people after they've had their gallbladder removed. You don't have an appetite. You you didn't have an appetite before you had your gallbladder. You didn't have an appetite after you've had your gallbladder. And what's confusing about it is the gallbladder stores bile to break down fat whenever you eat. So you could almost make the case that one of the gallbladders, if not the main purpose of the gallbladder, is the aid in digestion. And I'm telling you right now, stop eating. I mean, you want to take it a step further as far as changing your diet. Not only do I want you to change the types of fats that you consume after you've had your gallbladder removed, I want you to actually eat a meal when you're actually hungry. Because if you've had your gallbladder removed, you've had indigestion, you've had heartburn, acid reflux, leaky gut syndrome, you've had a fatty liver, you've had constipation, whatever. You've had something of some indication that you've had digestive tract issues. And you would really benefit from giving your digestive tract a break by just simply not eating for a day. The human body does better when we do not eat food. We slow our bodies down whenever we consume food. And the more processed the food, the more we slow down our digestive tract in the process. If you eat a strawberry that came from nature, you should be able to consume, eat it, digest it, and poop it out very quickly. A cheeseburger, you don't do that. In fact, it backs you up most of the time. So then I say, is the cheeseburger really worth it after you had your gallbladder removed? For anyone who's listening to this podcast, if you're still having issues after your gallbladder has been removed and you're still consuming cheeseburgers, come on, let's be real. You're going to say, oh, I want to lose some weight. I want to feel better. And I say, well, let's start by changing your lifestyle, change your diet. Oh, well, I had my gallbladder removed. I don't know why I'm still having all these issues. It's because you haven't stopped eating cheeseburgers. And even then, the years of eating cheeseburgers has caused a lot of damage that's still there in your liver and your digestive tract. So remember, step number one and tip number one, the problem's not fixed when you have the gallbladder removed. You have to take it a step further. You have to take it upon yourself to take the initiative to support yourself. And that means getting supplements to support your liver, like liver love. 
right? And just a side note, if you wanna do any supplement to help support yourself after gallbladder removal, it is our Liver Love by MSW Nutrition. Liver Love is my favorite supplement for detoxing and supporting the liver. And I don't care if you have, if you have a gallbladder or not, I still say take Liver Love because supporting the liver will also support your gallbladder. So whether you have a gallbladder or not, you still need to support the liver, so take Liver Love, right? And if you want more initiative, right, you take this podcast, all right? You buy liver love. You start eating different types of fats, right? You realize that I have to do this for the duration, right? I have to eat when I'm hungry, right? So I have to change what I'm doing as far as my meals that I cook for myself or when I order out. If dinner time rolls around and you're not hungry, do not eat. Seriously, if dinner comes tonight, and you've been stressed out all day, clinically, you do not have an appetite. When you are eating food, it's because you're supposed to be hungry. And like I said, if people have gallbladder issues, they most likely have produced a hormone throughout the process that actually chemically suppresses your appetite. It's called leptin. And you've heard us talk about this hormone many times before. Leptin is found in things like obesity, insulin resistance, even dementia and heart disease. But leptin is also found in gallstone formation. If you've had gallbladder issues, you've had high amounts of leptin being produced in your body, and leptin only comes from inflamed places, like your fat cells. So let's back up a quick second, and let's look at the timeline going on with someone who's had your gallbladder removed. Let's, let's say, if you've had your gallbladder removed, this is your timeline. When you were in your teens or 20s, you were consuming food that didn't agree with your body, but either you were skinny enough to override it and active enough to override it, or you got by with it somehow and just escaped it because you were just like, I'm just a teenager and I'm tired all the time and that's just what happens. But then if you threw in antibiotics, your digestive tract was wiped out, and then that leads us to our 20s, where you were in grad school or regular school or somehow getting a job and starting off life with a family, and you were stressed to the max. And you were running off adrenaline, dopamine, and cortisol, and low blood sugar because, let's be honest, you probably skipped a bunch of lunches. You probably skipped a bunch of breakfasts. But yet, somehow you managed. Somehow you managed to get through the day with low blood sugar and low caffeine because your body, you think you're caffeine deficient. And all of a sudden, you get to dinner time. You're like, I need all the energy I can get because I deserve this meal. More energy. And because you've been stressed to the max all day, and you've been stressed to the max in your 20s, maybe even stressed in your teenage years, maybe you're still stressed in your 30s. While this has been going on, you most likely have been eating food because you've been craving it, not because you're actually hungry and you need the nutrients, because you're craving the food. You're using food as a reward. Your pizza, your chocolate, your sodas, your alcohol, whatever. And it goes into your body, your cheeseburger, right? Your reward for a good job is, is a cheeseburger with the family. And you eat the cheeseburger and you're not hungry. There's no way you're too stressed to even have an appetite. Leptin's sky high because anytime you have high leptin, you have insulin resistance. And if you've been eating cheeseburgers, you have insulin resistance, let's be honest. And you have a slow metabolism. You have a sluggish gallbladder, a fatty liver. And you're not hungry because you have high amounts of leptin in this scenario. Leptin's sole job as a hormone comes from fat cells and leptin goes to the brain and suppresses your appetite. And there's growing evidence that leptin may play a role in the regulation of bile production. This is incredible. We talk about longevity, all right? We talk about calorie restriction. 
We talk about weight loss and fasting and intermittent fasting. Well, imagine if you want to get your bile under control, even if you've had your gallbladder removed, imagine fasting might be the best thing you can do for your body. So here's another tip for you. Tip number four, not only eat when you're hungry, just don't eat. I'm serious. If you've had your gallbladder removed, you probably have high amounts of leptin. I'm just assuming. And if you want to, you know, prove me wrong, let's do our labs together. And let's, let's look at your labs and see. But we can measure the leptin and it's been high. This is why I'm confident in this because I've seen leptin be really high in people with gallbladder issues and obesity and insulin resistance and a fatty liver. And I have research now that shows whenever we don't eat, we now allow the liver and leptin to now go in optimal ranges and optimal health. And this regulates healthy bile production, which would then support our gallbladder if we have one or not. Fasting right? Not fascinating, but fasting can help promote healthy bile production. That's incredible. Not only do you need to eat small amounts of salmon, but you need to eat it when you're hungry. If not, don't eat it at all. Wait 24 hours before you need to. Incredible, right? And if you go look at all the diets, there's not really a, a standard diet for gallbladder removal. They'll tell you to eat a bunch of things that inflame your digestive tract, like legumes and grains and wheat bread and all this stuff. And I'm telling you right now, I'd stay away from all that. If you had your gallbladder removed, they say plant-based is not bad. I would say, why not go carnivore? But go carnivore with chicken and turkey, not with beef, because beef got us here in the first place. And if you're going to eat beef, eat some lean beef, and you don't have to eat three patties of it a day. Just eat a small little chunk, even smaller than the palm of your, of your hand. Now, this is the last tip for anyone who's had gallbladder, their gallbladder removed. This is a marathon, all right? You've had a vital organ removed from your body. And they say, what's well, the gallbladder? I'm like, you were designed for it. I think you probably wouldn't have gotten your gallbladder removed electively if you didn't have to, right? So then I say, what happens after you've had your gallbladder removed? It's the same thing I tell people after they've had their thyroid removed or the same thing I tell women after they've had their ovaries removed. Your body still needs to function without that organ. Your body still needs to function without a gallbladder. The liver and the digestive tract carry on. The intestinal tract carry on. You are going to eat another meal. Let's be honest. You're probably going to eat another cheeseburger. So you're going to need your gallbladder. But if it's gone then your liver, your digestion tract, your body needs a little help. So you ask yourself, well, how long do I have to take liver love for? I get that question a lot. Okay, I'm going to do your liver detox plan. Most people do it because they want to lose weight. But I'm telling you right now, you could take liver love because you have a, a poor gallbladder. You've had your gallbladder removed and you'll have tons of benefits from it. And the next question you're going to have someone ask me is say, well, how long do I take this for? And I say, well, if you've had your gallbladder removed, you're going to need to support your liver forever. And honestly, you should take a liver support supplement anyway. It's just that some people need more detox from the liver. Some people need their liver just to store more cholesterol, right? Other people need their liver just to aid them in, in pooping more, right? Everyone's different. But that's why you think about this and you say, this is ongoing. This is, this is not something that's just going to stop next month. This isn't a 30-day challenge. This is not like I eat this way after my gallbladder has been removed for a year and then I go back to all the stuff I was doing before. 
if you're listening to this podcast and you've really been taking notes, you don't feel good right now because people who have had their gallbladder removed don't feel good. I'm going to be honest with you. Talk to one person who's had their gallbladder removed and say, it changed my life forever. I, I'll, I never regretted that. I will go do that again. Because if that's the case, then they made all the changes they needed to do afterwards. They changed their diet. They ate when they're hungry. They ate real food. They ate real fat. They fixed their digestive tract. They supported their liver. If you're not doing all that after the gallbladder removal, the removal, then we got some work to do. But that's okay though, because here's the thing. The beautiful part about this podcast is that you can listen to it again. The beautiful part about this knowledge and this information is that it stays with you. One, two tips maybe stay with you and it'll stay with you forever. Like if you got one thing out of this podcast and it was to support your liver, perfect. Take Liver Love. Take any of our supplements by MSW Nutrition. Every single one of them supports the liver. If you want more initiative, use code Nurse Doza. Imagine when you take Liver Love, and I'm just going to go into this for a second. And the reason why I talk about Liver Love so much and the reason why I'm so proud of it is because it's a recipe for the liver. If you think about people asking us all the time, you know, what should I be taking? What supplement about this and all? I say, look, let's just make it simple. Liver Love is formulated to have 16 ingredients in it that help support phase one and phase two of liver detoxification. There's methyl B9 in there. There's NAC. There's alpha lipoic acid. There's turmeric. There's resveratrol. All these things help support the liver. And even if you had your gallbladder removed, it's something you should take afterwards. It's something you should continuously take. And people say, how long should I take it for? And I say, well, forever. I mean, why wouldn't you take this? Why wouldn't you take something to support your liver every single day so you can poop better, so you can digest food better? Because you're going to keep eating, right? You're going to keep having hormones. Why not take something that supports your hormones? And honestly, the gallbladder removal thing is, shouldn't be overwhelming. I really don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I don't want you to feel bad about it because I don't want you to feel regret. All right? It happened. I mean, I had my appendix taken out. It burst inside of me. I mean, what am I going to do about it, right? I mean, now I have to understand that my body goes on without that. Your body's going to go on without a gallbladder. The way you do it to function at your highest level possible is do the things in this podcast. And I do believe that you can do this. I believe that you can feel better. I believe that you have tons of great years ahead of you. And this is only the start. Because with every time you listen to this podcast, every time that you take a new supplement like Liver Love, or every time that you eat the right food, or go to bed earlier, you know, or go to yoga over the gym, every time that you do these things, you're getting one step closer to health. And if you need more information, remember, we're always here for you. You can sign up for our school, uh, for our Nurse Doses newsletter, uh, mswlounge.com. We have a bi-weekly group consult, the School of Doza Happy Hour that you know you should totally be a part of because you can ask me anything you want, all right? And we go into it. So we're here for you. You can do this. We got your back. We want you to be well. We want you to do well and succeed. The ball's in your court now. Class is concluded. Keep working on your health.